Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Never yell this word in a crowded place. Fire. That's what we're talking about today. Specifically, financial independence retire early for non-frugal people. This is going to be interesting, but first, a quick word from our sponsor. A credit union that offers Bitcoin? Give me five. For a limited time only, get $5 of free Bitcoin through the Southland Credit Union app. Enrollment is quick and easy. There's no hidden fees, and you can conveniently fund Bitcoin purchases directly from a Southland account. Claim your free Bitcoin today by going to thecollegeinvestor.com slash Southland. Bitcoin accounts and services provided by NIDIG, not NCUA insured. Restrictions apply to Bitcoin bonus. See terms. And don't forget to check out thecollegeinvestor.com slash Southland to sign up. Alrighty, so FIRE, or Financial Independence Retire Early, has been a growing theme over the last several years. So this movement has been championed by bloggers such as Mr. Money Mustache, who you may have heard of, and typically focuses on spending less, saving more, to achieve a target retirement number, or the amount of money a person needs to save to be financially independent. So this number is usually based on the 4% safe withdrawal rate, and FIRE movement members attempt to live on this for the rest of their financially independent lives. Some even opt for a more conservative 3% rate as well. It sounds great, but it also sounds very constricting. (laughs) So according to the financial independence sub Reddit at its core, FIRE is about maximizing your savings rate through less spending and or higher income to achieve financial independence and have the freedom to retire early as fast as possible. However, I found most FIRE advocates focus specifically on the savings more side of the equation. (laughs) Many fire bloggers focus on maximizing their savings rate at their current incomes, living extremely frugally, and planning a lifestyle that will allow for extreme frugality for years to come. But let's talk a little bit more practically today and why that's not for me and why I believe that's not for everyone. So here are my thoughts on fire and why this lean fire approach can be dangerous, actually, Furthermore, I'll share tips and tactics on FIRE for non-frugal people because you don't have to be super frugal to achieve financial independence and retire early. It's true. Here are some underlying FIRE themes that we'll be talking about today. So after reading countless FIRE blogs and following bloggers like Mr. Money Mustache for a while, I found a few underlying themes to the FIRE movement, and I found a big divide in people's philosophies around the whole FIRE thing. Before we even get into true fire, there is a lot of semi-fire thoughts, if you will. So I want to spend a minute just kind of breaking that down. First up, we'll talk about the FI in fire, financial independence. A lot of people associate fire with financial independence. And while that's certainly half the equation, it's not all of it. My definition of financial independence means that you have enough money that you never have to work again. You can choose to work because you want to, or maybe you get bored, but you don't have to. A lot of fire bloggers and individuals have a mindset of, well, if I run out of money, I can just go back to work, or I can supplement. 
And while that is true in a financial planning sense, I argue that if you have to supplement your savings, you're not truly financially independent. Now we talk about the RE or the retire early part. When it comes to retiring early, this means stopping work. So you can be financially independent but not retired. Maybe you don't want to retire because of boredom. Or maybe you simply left your main job but not work a bunch of odd jobs. Either way, if you're working in some form, and I believe that we were actually created to work, you're not retired. So, when I discuss true fire, I'm talking about people that are working towards true financial independence so that they can retire early and actually not work. There are definitely hybrids of this in every sense of the word, so keep that in mind too as we go. Now, speaking of fire, there are two major branches in the fire movement. One is called the lean fire movement, and the other is the fat fire movement. The lean fire movement is comprised of minimalists and extreme frugality-focused individuals, with less of a focus on earning more. These advocates not only follow strict budgeting and financial goals, but also follow more philosophical minimalist approaches, like those associated with the minimalists. I estimate that 80-90% to of fire movement individuals actually fall into this lean camp. On the other end of the spectrum, there is the fat fire movement, which puts less of an emphasis on minimalism and frugality and more of an emphasis on smart investing and earning more. While there are fewer advocates in this camp, Todd Treseder of Financial Mentor coined the term fat fire and is an advocate on his site. I'm personally an advocate of this approach as well. In almost all cases of fire, these underlying themes exist. Minimalism. Many people pursuing fire are also focusing on minimalism. Maybe it's easier to combine extreme frugality with minimalist ideals, but it could also be a lifestyle choice as well. Extreme frugality. The lean fire movement really focuses on extreme frugality and spending optimization. And in some cases, it's almost Machiavellian in that the end goal of early retirement totally justifies the means to get there. Earning extra income. The fat fire movement is more focused on earning extra income and side hustling, but the goal is simply to boost income to achieve the end financial goals. Now a quick word of caution about typical fire methods. What many people don't talk about is the financial danger of lean fire. I hear people asking, what could be dangerous about retiring early and achieving financial independence? Come on. The assumptions made to get there is what could be dangerous. To achieve financial independence, you have to have your retirement number. This is unique to everyone, but it's basically the amount of money you need so that you can live for the rest of your life without working. A simple way to get to this number is to take your annual expenses and divide by 0.04. The reason 0.04? Because that is based on the 4% safe withdrawal rate. It's considered safe because it theoretically has a 96% chance of leaving 100% or more of the original principal. So, let's say you want to live on three grand per month, or $36,000 a year. Your target retirement number would be $900,000. But there is danger in these assumptions, and I'm only talking about the financial dangers. Underestimating expenses. The biggest danger, of course, in the lean fire approach is just simply underestimating future expenses. 
I've seen some bloggers and forum posters attempting to live on 20 or 24 grand a year. The idea of living on 2,000 per month sounds sexy because the target retirement number is only about $600,000. However, what happens if you encounter unexpected medical expenses? What happens if the healthcare market changes and healthcare costs rise unexpectedly? What happens when rents go up? There are a lot of potential changes in expenses over time. Think 40 years or more, and in almost no scenarios do expenses drop. They only go up. <laughs> Underestimating investment performance. The 4% rule is a good bet most of the time, but not always. It also relies on historical market performance, but things do change. If you're retiring early at 40, you could potentially live another 60 or more years. Will the market perform as expected? Will you need to withdraw more to cover some unexpected expenses? Yeah, so plan accordingly. Becoming too dependent on government programs is another danger. Some lean fire advocates focus on the availability of government programs to help them achieve their goals. For example, subsidized healthcare, food stamps and SNAP, WIC, and more. These programs can change, or they can be wiped out, which could potentially cause an increase in expenses. Think about it. Planning based on today's taxes, not tomorrow's. Ooh, that's a biggie. We're at historical lows when it comes to taxes. In 1985, there were 15 different federal tax brackets, with the highest being 50% on incomes over 169,000 bucks, or 377,000 today. Given our country's deficit and ballooning entitlement spending, odds are taxes will rise again. And this could be harmful to individuals practicing that lean fire strategy. Now, the other question we get asked quite a bit, and this is a loaded question, by the way, do you have to be frugal to achieve fire? Well, the short answer, do I have to be extremely frugal to achieve fire? No. Can you be wasteful with your spending? Also, no. What do I mean by this? So you don't have to live on 20 or 24 grand per year to achieve fire. You can live on 80,000 per year and still achieve fire. But at the same time, you shouldn't be wasting your money. Do you enjoy eating out? Then eat out. If you enjoy going to the movies, go to the movies. If you don't want to clip coupons, don't. But at the same time, you likely shouldn't be driving a high-end sports car, flying on a private jet to Vegas because you deserve it. I'm not here to tell you how to spend your money, of course, but if fire is actually important to you, you should be focusing on the big expenses to make progress. Paula Pant says it best, You can afford anything, but not everything. Remember, Focus on building a high achiever net worth regardless of your FIRE goals. FIRE for non-frugal people. Let's take a look at this now. Okay, so FIRE is completely attainable for non-frugal people. There's just not a lot of people writing and blogging about it. You can attain FIRE at any income or expenses level. It's just math. The more expenses you have, the higher your retirement number will have to be. Going after fat FIRE is probably a safer bet over the long run anyway. Remember the cliche, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you still land among the stars. <laughs> if you shoot for a large retirement number, even if you come up a little bit short or take more time than planned, 
you'll likely have a much more comfortable retired life. It's important that when considering fire, you also consider the dangers that we've mentioned. So, beyond your normal expenses, plan for higher expenses in retirement. Plan for higher medical costs and more taxes. Plan for government programs to end or entitlements like Social Security to start later. Just plan for it, even if it doesn't happen. So, what does fire look like for non-frugal people? Here are some numbers to think about. I only do a couple of them. We have a big chart that kind of lays out a lot of different scenarios at thecollegeinvestor.com. But the target retirement number is based on the 4% safe withdrawal rate. So let's say your annual expenses will start with 48000 bucks. Your retirement number, $1.2 million. If your annual expenses are eighty-four grand, $2.1 million is your target number. $120,000, that's the $3 million mark for your retirement number. And if you want to go big and live on $240,000 a year for the rest of your life, $6 million with that 4% safe withdrawal rate is your retirement number. So, as you can see, it's perfectly fine to spend $10,000 a month. Simply makes your target retirement number $3 million. That's also a big driver towards the lean fire movement. A lower retirement number is simply achievable faster or easier. So, how could you possibly achieve fat fire? Can you really save $2 million or more early? Yes, it's totally possible. It's just math, people. The first way to do it is just to start early. The best way anyone will achieve that fat fire is to start now. You can check out How to Become a Millionaire by 25. No joke, that's at thecollegeinvestor.com. Wish I had read it 15 years ago. To summarize, it takes $305 per day starting at age 16 to make it to a million by 25. Okay, so maybe you didn't start at 16. Well, <laughs> you want to save $2 million, it takes $365.29 per day for 15 years. So, if you start at 25, you'll have $2 million saved by 40. Number two, don't waste money. So, how do you get started to get to that magical $365 per day? Well, don't waste your money. <laughs> it's fine to live the life you want to live. But if the life you want to live includes early retirement, you just simply can't be wasteful. So what is wasteful? Well, big purchases you don't need and regular little purchases you don't need either. Don't buy fancy cars. Don't rent expensive homes. Don't go to Ruth's Chris when Chili's will do just fine for now. Keep the end goal in mind and you can eat at Ruth's Chris all you want. Number three, earn a lot more. No matter what, you're going to have to focus on earning more money. If you're not into extreme frugality, you have to make up the difference in hustling. Work more at your primary job if you can, and then side hustle or just get a second job. Fill your free time with money-making activities. Remember, 365 bucks per day. The biggest driver of fire for non-frugal people is going to be earning more money. You're going to have to side hustle. You're going to have to build passive income streams, but it is possible. And here are some final thoughts, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Lean fire is easier, more common, and more written about by far, but it comes with its own set of challenges. Frugality, potential money shortfalls, and more, as we talked about earlier. Fat fire, that's going to be harder, 
simply because it just requires more money, but it has the potential to give you more safety in your financial lifestyle during early retirement. Just because people aren't writing and sharing their thoughts on fat fire doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Early retirement and financial independence is possible at any income level and spending level, seriously. So you don't have to feel like you have to save everything or you're going to fail. Don't feel like you need to earn 100000 or more per year or you'll fail. Financial balance is important. Your finances are not an either-or proposition. You don't have to save or earn. You can do both. And whichever fire path you choose, remember this. And that is our show for today. That was a little bit longer than usual, but a lot of fun. And I hope it gave you some ideas and maybe thought a little bit differently about the fire perspective and the whole movement itself. If you want to find out more, dig a little bit deeper, get more ideas on side hustles, we have hundreds of ideas for you. You can find all of that at thecollegeinvestor.com. And you can also copy and paste the title of this podcast right into the search bar and you'll find this article. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.